that guy ain't shit. Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. Where are the stars of this piece of shit? I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. And I am PK. I don't do magic, Morty. I do science. One takes brains, the other takes dark eyeliner. I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking garbage! Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are. I know it's fun. You're like, hey, I found buttons. Let's push them to piss me off. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot com. You fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, hello, gentlemen. Oh, hey. How's it going? Hey, now. Hey, now. Oh, hello, Mr. Carter. <laughs> you know, you're known for your impressions, Big Kev. What? <laughs> Where? How you doing? Doing well. How are you? Sorry, I'm, need a drink. I'm Ducky. How are you? Lovely. Good. 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 Hanging in there. Uh, this is episode 532 of this lovely program we call Big Kev's Geek Stuff. We're gonna call this one "Called It." Appropriately. Yes. Appropriately. Yes. And we'll get to that in a minute. In in just a hot moment, we will get to uh, why we are going with with "Called It." But um, before that, yes. Whoa. Something's feeding back to me. No, there was a there was a little there was a there was a wire issue, but I I've I have sorted oh. it out. We're good to go again. I just hear an echo of myself. Oh, that's odd. It is odd. I don't know why you hear an echo of yourself. I don't either. Nope, now I don't. Huh. Okay. Well, as long as it's sorted. That's Technology. what's important. Right. I just uh, you know, if you have a question or comment for us here at Big Kev's Geek Stuff, you can reach out to us on the GVM line. 201-730-2547. There you go. Hey. And you can leave a message and you may hear yourself on an upcoming episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Exciting stuff. Yeah, I still hear some weird echo. But why don't you guys move forward for a second? I think I know where it's coming from. I'm going to sort it while you guys start talking. All right. All right. Kev, what do you want to start with? Well, I'd like to start with the big news here, but I don't want to do that one without OG. Well, he's, on, he's only yeah. about maybe five feet to the left. I think so. it's fairly significant. You think so? I um, can hear you guys. I'm just, you know. Oh, he can hear us, he said. Just... Well, I know. All right, all right. Shazam updated box office tracking increases to 50 million opening. Yeek. Yeah. I mean, did we really think it was going to be doing, did you think it was going to be doing a lot better than that? I mean, honestly, mm -hmm. no, I'm quite, I'm, I'm, and it's, it looks like their previous projections were 40 to 45 million. Um, 
it says theoretically the project would only need 230 million to break even. So, and it sounds like uh, the film is getting positive word of mouth. I don't know, man. I wouldn't be surprised though if it does decent over the next week. I don't think you're going to see that kind of crazy drop off. You usually see maybe two or three weeks in uh, to a movie. But I wouldn't be surprised if it kind of stays semi-consistent since not many people really know about the character or really know what this movie can be about. We're talking Shazam? We're talking Shazam, sir. Yeah, I don't know. I think Shazam's got a little bit of hype behind it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm glad it's, have, I'm glad it's tracking to do really well. I'll be interested to see, you know, how it finishes off, I guess. I wish they would put, I mean, well, I guess it's still a little early, but that Joker uh, film on October 10th, we should be due for something there, shouldn't we? Yes. Are there, uh, uh, maybe yeah, they're waiting until Shazam. Oh, maybe. And then Birds of Prey. Ugh, awful. Uh, and we have to stick uh, Harley Quinn in it because, you know, because why not? right in the title, because apparently that's the only way to draw anyone in. Well, unfortunately or fortunately, I guess, depending on how you look at this, Margot Robbie was sort of the one who wanted to make this movie. So I guess you got to give her the title or part of it, I guess. Uh, and uh, Wonder Woman 1984 on June the 5th. Yes, twenty twenty. Not the a direct Batman. sequel, right? What's that? They're calling it not a sequel. I saw. Yeah, but it is. <laughs> I don't understand how they're trying to dance around it not being a sequel, considering you know, like that Chris Pine is back in it, right? You know, and I don't know how they get around that, but I guess we'll see on June fifth, and then mysteriously. Less than three weeks later, the Batman. I who, mean, who made that? Who made that? Uh, who I made that schedule up? I don't That's know. just dumb. Yeah, I don't know. That's really dumb. Three weeks. They're, they're Wonder Woman is like, well, with the exception of Aquaman, Wonder Woman is like the only thing they got, and they're gonna stick Batman in front of it. You know, people are gonna go see that Batman movie. I, I don't know. Maybe they're just not confident in anything anymore. Maybe they've lost all of their confidence. It's been shaken to the core. Although well, Aquaman should have given it a bit of a boost and a reassurance. But mm -hmm. but I guess that's maybe, I don't know. The Suicide Squad on August 6th of 2021. And first I'm hearing of it, Aquaman 2 in 22. And, you know, also on the prep sheet, um, I don't know. I don't think there's a date for it yet, but apparently Ezra Miller is the one that's rewriting the Flash script. Did you see that? Wow. No. And so what? <laughs> so that is still moving forward, I guess. Um, is it but... just because he's writing a script? I don't think so. Ezra Miller known for. Oh, no, it is. It's on there. Rewriting the Flash movie script with Grant Morrison. Yeah. OK, well, had you said with Grant Morrison. But I, I don't know. I kind of feel like the with Grant Morrison, that's like, that's like the tease. That's like the tease. Writing it with Sorry, you dropped out Different. for a second. 
Um, that's like the tease to to kind of get you interested. But I wonder how much Grant Morrison is actually involved in it. Like how much? Like maybe he'll just be copy editing or something like yeah. that in the long run. It's like when you sell chicken and capers, but it only got one caper on it. You know what I mean? Like uh, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not believing it. I'm not buying into it. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I just uh uh no. Well, why don't we move away from DC then? Okay. Why don't we go to Marvel? How do we? Well, because there's... How do we? It's it's just floundering and it's just it's crap like this. Ezra Miller's rewriting the script. Here hey, here's an idea and with Grant Morrison. Hey, here's an idea. How about we get I don't know, somebody who's written a comic book movie successfully before to do it. I don't know. <laughs> you know, maybe that might be an idea. Uh, not to mention the fact that again Ezra Miller you know who is nobody is writing the script after his what tepid performance as the character in the Justice League movie uh, which by the way considered by most people who have seen it a steaming pile of crap so I, I don't understand where is the where is the legitimacy of having an Ezra Miller rewrite your what could be a multi-million dollar well, production movie. Well, read the Is he going to rewrite that costume too? Because fuck that. Well, re read more of this article. It says the reason why this is happening is because Ed Ezra Miller has been clashing with the writers, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, who uh -huh. are responsible for Spider-Man Homecoming. You know, that terrible movie. Yeah, awful. Um, yeah, what? What a terrible, uh, what a terrible film that was, and you know to to have you know writers of uh, clearly that shitty quality, yeah, uh, over Ezra Miller, right? Unbelievable. This is this is it. This is it right here. It's happening all over again, right in front of your eyes. It's just the beginning it, of the end. It is, and I just don't get it. What don't they? What don't they fucking learn? Why do they not learn? Why? Because they'll throw any shit against the wall, and if it makes three bucks, it's okay? Damn. I mean, I'm sorry. This DC Universe thing is just really bugging the shit out of me now. I I, I hear you. I, I feel you. But, I mean, it's I'm, I'm not surprised at this point. Like, this is what I've come to expect from these films, mm -hmm. this production company, these hands in the pot. Like... So yeah. all of these things come up, these star these stories or these whatever come up week after week. And my reaction at this point is legitimately just like, that's yeah, on brand. Like, what else am I supposed to say? I know. I, I It's just, you know, and they have the Flash TV. I, I mean, again, we're going to bounce back to this. And ironically, we're going to bounce back to something else we've previously said in the past. What? Um, but, you know, we've said this in the past. There's a perfectly good Flash universe already happening. You know they're not moving forward with that damn Justice League universe. Why not make a make a switch? I, 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 have I, have little what's his name TV Flash do one of those runny runny things and oh he runs into Gal Gadot. I mean, <laughs> and I, he runs into uh, uh, Aquaman, I, and you know, oh well, that, now he's in this universe. And if what's his name whatever. is if what's his name is really out as uh, as Superman, Henry he Cable. Is. You've got the guy who played Superman on the CW shows, who was perfect, by the way, Tyler Hochlin. Hochlin. That guy. Um, who was perfect, Hochlin. by the way. Um, yeah, I mean, you got a lot of potential. There. I mean, Arrow is finally ending. 
I think next season. So is um, it really? Yeah, that's what I've read. I, wow. What will uh, you do? I mean, I haven't watched it in two seasons, so I, I, I will I, just continue. You'll watch them, though. I'll just continue with my life. No, I will not. <laughs> Why would I go back? I gave up watching oh, you'll watch. oh, you'll binge watch Nope. Them. I, I know even, you will. I didn't even go back and watch the big crossover. You'll I have no interest. Okay. I have no interest. Zero interest. At some point, you've been sitting around down. I wonder how they screwed up that character in the last two seasons. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna just roll through that real quick. Nope. At some point, I'll sit down and finish shows like Titans and Doom Patrol that I'm actually enjoying. You can watch like a YouTube video to kind of recap everything. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Eventually down the line. I'm sure. How I, are you getting those? Do you have ubiquitous clandestine informants? No, I actually signed up for the trial. Oh. Um, and when the trial ran out. The trial running out synced up with a couple of other services that I no longer used, me canceling them. Oh. So I kind of just... Hop back on. I just kind of stuck with it for okay. now. I'm really looking forward to Swamp Thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know what kind of gap we're getting between Doom Patrol and Swamp Thing. I know Swamp Thing has been filming already. So if there's a huge gap between the two, I might dump DC Online. Mm-hmm. And rejoin. And rejoin when Swamp Thing comes out. Um, but yeah, no, i I'm actually, I'm actually legitimizing it, legitimated it. it. Wow. So yeah. And for a separate show, hey, watch hey, uh, Miracle uh, Workers. It's pretty Ma- good. There you go. What's up? Ma- Monty, write the date down. Uh, OG got his content legitimately. You know, once in a while, Big Cat. I'm marking on the calendar right now. Every, every once in a bluish sort of moon. Had to be a blue moon for sure, if that's the case. <laughs> well, uh, now that we have thoroughly been disgusted. Yes. Uh, by the Warner universe. Hey, let's bounce back to that uh, far superior and correctly done Marvel universe. So as Disney, of, oop. I was I was going to lead into that, but you can go uh, right to that if you no, want no. to. No, I'm going to take your lead in. So as of this afternoon, yes. but officially as of 12.02 a.m. Mm-hmm. tomorrow morning slash tonight, depending on how you believe in how the clocks work, uh, it's done. The Disney Fox deal is done. No surprise. Yeah. Yeah. So so this <laughs> afternoon it was final, finally, finally finalized, finalized. But they actually take control at twelve o two a.m. tonight. Instagram just uh, shit to bed, sir. Oh, did it? Oh, yeah. Of course it did, because day ending and why? Um. So yeah. So so that is no shock to anybody. Um. That That's happened. actually really terrific news. Yeah, I mean, at this point, we all were just sort of waiting for the ink to dry. We knew that it was coming, um, and it 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 happened. It 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 came for whatever for whatever reason. It uh, I don't know why it took. I don't know why it took this long. I don't know if it was like SEC banking things. Oh, it could be. But um, lawyers, well, okay, lawyers it's done. It's, it's done. done. It's done. So today on, on the interwebs, I saw all, all sorts of speculation as to, you know, what does it mean for Endgame and, you know, this, that, and the other thing and whether or not it has an impact on Endgame and, you know. Why? Why would it have an impact on Endgame? If there's any sort of after credit tie in that somehow is linked back to the Fox properties. O- only the only way they could do that. The only way they could do that is if. A miracle occurred, and they recast anyone in the Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. anybody, or or they go Galactus. See, now I I think, 
and I've said this before on this very program, but it, it is my opinion that all they need to do to tie it in and to make that deal sort of sealed in fans' mind is a hint at Silver Surfer. Because you don't need to cast anybody because you can be all CGI. Right. Silver Surfer heralds in Galactus, no pun intended. Um, and it's the, it's the, it's the, uh, it's the rights, it's the rights tie in and it's appropriate. Yeah, you're not wrong. Actually, that would be a good, that would be a good maneuver. Some, somebody in there, somebody in their graphics department could, all they have to do is Silver Surfer bleep, bleep, bleep. Yeah, on a surfboard hovering above earth. And that's it. Yep. Two seconds. Yep. You just yep. see them on the board, and that's Boom. all you need. Even if it's another yep. character, they can just like silhouette it in that's a what way I mean. where it totally well, works. Andy Circus is probably around somewhere. Just throw him in a green suit and make it happen. <laughs> Put some balls on his face that's or whatever it. it is they do. And wow, that sounded that sounded not, entirely not really inappropriate. I but I, I I'm feeling you though. Much like Andy's uh, feeling the balls. Uh, so they put the dots. Yeah. More dots. We need more dots. <laughs> My wife is dying and you offer me a coupon. So, um, wow, it's a callback. Shut uh, the fuck up. So, yeah, I, I still think Silver Surfer is the way to go. Yeah, I, I, I think it's the That's easiest. I think it's the easiest and it's the most significant and it makes the most sense. Because right. anybody else, they would have to cast. Totally true. Right. And he doesn't have to speak, so you don't have to cast his voice. Uh, that's ex- that's yeah, what yeah, I mean. You're, you're kind of spot on there. So, I mean. I, I'm totally in agreement with it, you. If it was going to be something, I still think that's that's it. You think there's any chance there's Doom? No. Not this early. Okay. It doesn't no. make sense to bring Doom in yet. Doom, Doom, first of all, Doom wouldn't make sense if if it's Galactus anyway. That would have to be like. You know, if Galactus is going to be, I mean, honestly, after Thanos, if they don't do Galactus, what ties this universe together? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You I know, agree. Unless with you. they start jumping time around, Annihilus, which I think they're going to do. I think they're going to jump time in this film coming up. That's what it seems. That seems to be what's going to occur. Right. Somehow, with Ant Man, time travel, something. Um, if that's the case, that eliminates. Like Claw, right. or, well, not Claw. Um, was I thinking of? I can't remember. But it, it eliminates time travel as as a wh- whoever the big time travel person is. That eliminates that out of the gate. Um, so you know, you know, like I can't imagine another. I can't imagine an Avengers foe. Super Scroll. <laughs> well, I'm again Super Scroll, not to laugh f. Right. So that doesn't work yet. Well, but do you need it to go to FF? I mean, you don't need it to go to FF. It should go to FF. I know why you're saying that. I I know, but I mean, we already have scrolls, so you can play with it. Oh, but but you've seen the movie, so we can talk about it now. Yes, we can talk about it. Okay, so uh, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about Captain Marvel. If you've been living under a rock and haven't seen it, you better go see it, because I'm about to ruin that shit. They flipped them. They flipped them. Although, they fl- and most effectively, I, I was going to say they, they, they flipped him, but really they, they flipped the, the, they flipped the scrolls only, not really the Cree. The Cree are still no. the Cree. The, no, the Cree were not assholes in the comics. No. The Cree were the side we always, we, the, the Cree were the side the heroes always fought with, not against. But, and that actually perpetuates, 
uh, Ronin right. in That's the in, in the Guardians film yeah. because it perpetuates the you, you know the religious fervor of of Ronin in the Guardians film. Plus, Captain Marvel takes off with the fucking scrolls. I know, I know. So, I lo- I loved it. By the by, I thought oh, it was yeah, a very it was, fun it was and phenomenal film. But my favorite part of the movie that is by far my favorite part of the movie. Be- and you know why it's brilliant? Because everybody went. Everybody when they're expecting the scrolls to be the bad guys, right? Everybody, especially people who have read Marvel comics their whole life, everyone went in there expecting the scrolls to be bad, right? And they wasn't bad, not at all. <laughs> they were they was the good peoples. That's right. They was they was they, oppressed. They were the good ones. They were the good ones. Ah, they were lovely. oppressed like OGs people. That's right. Oppressed. That's right. So, uh, uh so um, I don't think. I don't think the scrolls come into it. I think Super Scroll, all that. I don't think we're ever going to see any any of that scroll related. There's going to be no invasion. There's going to be none of that shit. I was going to say some people are saying secret that. invasion. I've heard as some people think is a next big go to point. Which was which was the scroll invasion just redone with a different species? Yeah. Who gives a shit. Um, <laughs> I don't think so. I think I think they have to go. I, I, I honestly again. I have to think if I'm Kevin Fahey, I have to think, you know, there's a there's a billion characters we can draw from here. But at some point, one that ties them all together and threatens the earth as a whole, mm-hmm. that who's in that category? Galactus. Well, Ult- Ultron was. Annihilus. But he's done. Right. But Annihilus? Mm, he's weird, but he fits. I don't I don't know about Annihilus. Galactus certainly. Yeah. And that is a perfect gateway for the FF. You could bring Dormammu back. Yeah, but again, I don't think you bring Dormammu back because he's already been defeated, so who cares? Yeah. Well, it wasn't if, defeated so if much Strange as he was put at bay. him alone, yeah. there's no need for the Avengers to group up and, and get him back. So who does that Who does that leave? Who's even in that class? I, I feel you. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, and also the fact that it's gonna be a well-known fact now that something else is out there beyond earth. Right. That sending, you know, Reed Richards into space to explore what might be out there, you know, with Ben and Sue and all that also makes perfect sense now. Right. Because there it's been well-established that something attacked the earth from another planet. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, how many years ago? And so it's perfectly legitimate that, the backstory on the FF is they've been preparing since the invasion to go into space to see what's out there. Just some shit. It's all perfectly, it, it all lines up perfectly for the FF. And if it's the FF and it's a world killing villain, who else do they got? Mole I, man? No, I'm not no. taking mole man. No, I, I got you. I feel you. you know, I, I, I've been saying Galactus for a while. Works. I've been saying Galactus for a while, so I don't, you and know, I, I think I that's think, a good choice. I think all of us are. Yeah. But, I mean, this goes back to, this goes back to what Nick said, you know, is like, do we get Doom? And I'm like, I, I don't think we get Doom. I don't know that we get Doom even this cycle. Yeah, if I don't they're going to start poking at Surfer and, you know, in Galactus. I mean, you, you want to know what I, you want, you want to honestly know what I, uh, I think we get now? Thank you, Aquaman. I think we get Namor. Maybe. 
He's another one that everybody's been talking about. Mm -hmm. And they easily tie, they can easily tie him all over the place. Oh, of course. Because, because you have cap, you, you can do, you can get Chris Evans for a cameo. Right. For, for cap for Namor in the forties. And they showed the original human torch at what you call it at the, at the, in the beginning of the captain America movie. At the when they went to the fair where they saw Tony, oh, where they saw yeah, that's right. I yeah, forgot yeah. about that. Uh, old Daddy Stark, right, right, had right. The original Human Torch, right yeah. there. I mean, there's easily the invaders. You right. know, they could do an invaders thing right there, and that introduces Namor. Done. You know, like it's. I don't. There's there's so many different ways to go, but they all tie to the FF. I I agree. I I I do not disagree in the slightest. Anyway, sorry that was a big tangent. Um, what I meant to say was. Disney reinstates director James Gunn for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Right. That's where I was going. Before OG, I want to put I want to point out, OG sidetracked us with that 20th Century Fox bullshit. I'm just putting that out I, there. I, well, I wanted to lead up to James Gunn. I feel like James Gunn was the big was the big thing. Big to do. The big to do because it came out of the blue. Do you want to uh you want to hear what we thought about that uh, OG? Sure. Why the episode is called uh, called it? Sure. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Monty. Here we go. If Bob Iger can go publicly and say I made a mistake uh -huh. with regards to the biggest movie franchise on the planet, uh -huh. and we're gonna fix it, uh -huh. what makes you think that he can't say I made a mistake? Our decision was. Uh, uh, too quick and we're going to revisit this james gunn issue because he just said earlier this week that he 100 percent supports the decision that the board made on james gunn and that he backs their decision and that he thinks it was the right thing to do okay that kind of shuts down my <laughs> argument <then>. <laughs> <laughs> and that was from episode uh 512 on september 19th that's right 512 September 19th, OG the naysayer. Well, While I am clearly predicting the future, OG, OG the naysayer well, has we, to shut me down. We were both right because Bob Iger isn't the one that reinstated James Gunn. It was uh, Alan Horn. It over, was Disney. Over at Disney. And if Disney, it really, and do you think Bob Iger had nothing to do no, with that but, decision? But, no, but. Or do you think that he ate enough crow at Star Wars that he's like, fuck you, Horn. Yeah. Open up. Here comes the crow. Yeah. I'm sure it was a, a little of both. I think Iger was more concerned about the Fox deal closing. I, that, that's what else. I think, too. That's what I think, too. But I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy to have Convince him back. Convince yourself of that. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy that he's back. Um. You know, there's there's all sorts of people that were upset about it. They're allowed to be if they want to be. Um, but I'm happy that he's back. I think I think James Gunn is the big winner in this because by being fired by Disney, he gets to reboot Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. And oh my God, can we talk about the other movie? He gets to do Brightburn, which we're looks, I think. For it. Of beautiful, and then he also now gets to do uh, Guardians three. So, well, first of all, having to do Suicide Squad, I think, is punishment for whatever <laughs> transgressions James Gunn has committed. I am wondering, any transgressions. I am wondering if he's going to be playing any kind of role um, with the MCU because remember beforehand he was going to be handled like kind of like all the space 
uh, no, properties? No, I think if they're if they're forgiving him, they're forgiving him. I don't know. I didn't see in the in the article if there was anything that uh, I didn't see anything uh, in the article. Uh, if anything either. talked about him moving forward with them. Um, I certainly, I certainly hope that's what it means, but I didn't see anything. So if you see anything in that article, uh, let me know because I, I didn't get a chance to read it entire. Um, but I'll tell you what, um, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait for, um, for OG to come back before I, uh, Captain Marvel land. Oh, and <laughs> I'm reading the article and it just saw something. Funny. Ah, um, and uh, I certainly hope Based on what he has done with the Guardians franchise mm -hmm. and the inputs that he has had in, in other things, I certainly hope that they allow him to help develop the next phase of, of the Marvel uh, Marvel films. I, I, wouldn't quite I wouldn't be yes? surprised if they just make the announcement about Guardians now and then, you know, to kind of just spread out the good news. They wait till later on, maybe after uh, Endgame. To say that, you know, in the next phase, you know, we're also going to have, they're also going to have James Gunn do, you know, the executive something. producer maybe on these other franchises or something like that to help well, oversee them. Well, they've, they've talked about Shang-Chi, which I don't understand how that's a, a Marvel movie, part of the Marvel Universe. I get he's part of the Marvel Universe. I don't get how that's the next film choice. Um can we can we talk about? I waited for you, uh, OG. Can we talk about Brightburn for a hot second? Have you seen that trailer? Oh, I've been following Brightburn for months now. For months now, we've been talking about it on the show for yeah. months now. I love it. I'm psyched for it, man. I'm ready. It is, yeah, but I I think it's hysterical. It's what if Superman went bad? Yeah, I'm, basically. But, but who cares? I'm okay with that. That's what I'm saying. I just think it's a great. It's a great idea. Yeah, no, it looks it looks awesome, and I'm glad that Gun is the one that's behind it. Um. But back to the the whole Guardians thing, I will say that the one reason, like they said, they wanted to hire him back uh, was the way he handled the situation. Yeah. Um, which I don't think anyone can really say that he handled it perfectly. The way he put those tweets out, I think, in towards the end of July. Yeah. And he he came out with his own statement, pretty much just saying, "Thank everybody. I want to thank Disney um, for their appreciate. You know that he yeah. appreciated him. He handled it in the best way possible. Yeah. And then he disappeared off of social media. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't double down. He didn't right. go cranky mode. He just disappeared no, off of social media and buried sir, his head he took in a his deep work. Breath and, yeah. Sir, that's tranky mode. No, <laughs> good call. See, you, see what I did there? You, you, <laughs> you. So <laughs> yeah, man. Good on. Good on. Uh, good on Disney. Good on James Gunn. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to. I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure. What's his name? I'm sure Dave Batista breathed a big that, sigh of relief. And I'm surprised. I checked and I'm Twitter. sure no that's part of it too, by the way. I'm sure that's part of it too. Yeah. I'm sure the fact that Dave Batista was like, mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, mm, yeah. now nah, I might. Mm. I'm sure that was part of it. And all the rest of them, they all, owed, how many of them? Seven, eight of them wrote that open letter mm -hmm, that they to all Disney signed. and was like, yo, you're making a mistake. Yeah. Huge you know? mistake. Mm. I will say some, mm. of the, some of the the tweets in response to the decision were fantastic. With what? Uh, who was it? Uh, YTD saying, "What the hell? I thought I was going to do it." With in terms that of was pretty story. funny. Yeah. That oh, was, was that really that? Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the, you know, then Lloyd Kaufman just blasted Deadline for the way that he 
that trauma was mentioned in the article. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't understand that. I, I just, cause I, cause I, I posted yeah. the thing on Twitter. I just wasn't sure if they meant it as a time reference or if they were blaming trauma for the, the, I, I just, I would have worded the sentence differently in the deadline article. When I read the deadline article, nothing in that triggered to me. They were blaming trauma. Uh, I'm not, I'm not coming at you. I'm just, no, I got you. but, and in the history of this show, we have talked about this when this all went down where we kind of said, well, look, nothing that he said was appropriate, clearly. However, when he said it, he was just coming off of his stint at trauma and he was being sort of B-movie, edgy. provocative, edgy, you know, the kind of stuff that he was producing at trauma. And when I read that article with from Deadline, that's exactly how I took it. I didn't okay. see it as them saying trauma made him say this i think they i think they said it the same way that we said it in reference to where he was in his career he was a provocateur based on the films he was doing at trauma and while not appropriate you you know time is relevant timing is relevant i i would have i would have added the you know roughly the year yeah that he would that he was leaving trauma and how old he was maybe right just to kind of really hammer in the the time reference um, but that's why like you and, and PK mentioned yeah. like, no, 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 it was just yeah. time wise. Um, and you know, not to mention, and, and, and in regards to mentioning the year, you're right. They probably should have given that frame of reference. Um, I don't know if they mentioned in the article, did they mention when he originally, I mean, cause he originally apologized for these things years ago, years ago when he got the first guardians movie and the tweets were what 10 plus years old. Something so like yeah, I, I honestly think this was a mixed bag. I think they wanted to wait for the Fox merger to go through. I think they saw the absolutely zero impact that the boycotts had on Captain Marvel mm -hmm. <laughs> from essentially the same base that was called that kind of threw gun under the bus. It's the same sort of group of people. Um, I don't know, but I'm just happy that he's back. That's do you think the Captain about. Marvel box office had an impact on this? I, I do. Yeah, I do because. I do not not because the Captain Marvel box office was so good, but because the threats of a boycott from the people calling Captain Marvel like SJW drivel and yeah. libtard, blah blah blah, had so little impact on the actual box office right. that they were like, well, maybe the guy who's a right wing nutbag who believes in Pizzagate. Is it necessarily the guy that we should get behind F firing when it comes behind firing one of our most successful. popular and successful directors? Mm -hmm. Like you saw the true impact of because I think they fired him. It was a knee jerk reaction out of Ab fear. Absolutely. Right. They were afraid. What is the oh. fallout going to be? <laughs> right. It's a jerk reaction. Yeah. That's for certain. <laughs> but they were afraid of what the fallout was going to be. I honestly think if they would have just waited two or three days, it would have just blown away and it, everyone would have forgotten. And it would have just moved on. It happened in the middle of San Diego Comic-Con, which is one oh, of the yeah. biggest news week in pop no, culture. No, it was right so, before San Diego. Right, or right before. So Either everything way, it would have been washed over by anything coming out of San Diego. And it just would have went away. And, yep. and then you had all of these threats of review bombing and boycotting and the elite challenge and all yeah. that stupid shit. And it had zero impact on Captain Marvel. And I honestly think someone at Disney was like, huh, <laughs> look at this. Maybe this. a little of this, a little of Fox, a little of crow. Wish them together. <laughs> James Gunn. I also think, I also think <laughs> they're thinking 
So we're just about to make all the money on the planet when we get this Fox stuff. Yeah. We don't want to lose any, do we? Yeah, <laughs> we right. gotta get James Gunn back. Yeah, yeah, James Gunn back. Right, right, right. We don't want him to go to DC and make an awesome DC movie. And not that that's well, stopping that's him. Not but... really possible. Yeah, how is it possible? It's not. I mean, Unless he's making he's making Aquaman, which right. he isn't. He's making Suicide Squad um, first. E two. Right, and it's a it's a it's a hard reboot. It's not a soft that's reboot. What, that's what they say. It is a hard reboot. That's what they say. So we'll say. Mm-hmm. We'll say. So uh what we talked about while you stepped away, OG, was uh that uh Nick and I hope that James Gunn will be involved as it was said that he would be in the um structuring of the next phase. Sure. As as sort of the shepherd to the next sort phase. Of. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. I, I think only, I, I suspect sir. he will be. There's only one Jesus, and that's Kevin Fahey. Oh, my apologies. He could be like a John or a, you know, yeah, one of the other eight Jesus guys. Jesus wasn't the shepherd. Jesus was the carpenter. Moses was the shepherd. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I said there's one Jesus. I didn't say there was one shepherd. Yeah, but I called him a shepherd. I didn't call him the savior. Either way, you don't fuck he, with the Jesus. Jesus referred to as the shepherd. You're a Catholic. You were. Nah, that's questionable. Anyway, all right, listen, we have a couple of other things. That we're, your mom. We have a couple of other things we still have to talk about, but I think we're at that point where we could probably take our first break. Really? Yeah, wow. really. So why don't we do that now and we'll come back in just a all few right. moments. So with that, Big Kev. With that, OG, we will take our first and only break on this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 532, the one we're calling Called It. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Hey, this is Robert Hedges from Welcome Back, Cotter. This is Lauren Hooker Jacobs from Welcome Back, Cotter. Hey, this is Ron Palillo from Welcome Back, Cotter, and you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Right on, y'all. But those dreams have remained and they've turned around. Yeah, boy. And we are back with this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, the one, uh, oh, episode 532, sorry. The one we are calling, called it. Bingo. Of course, during the break there, we heard from our fabulous old but new sponsors, the fine folks over at Diagostini and Model Space with Build and X-Wing, buildxwing.com. And how about that rejoiner from the, uh, from, from. Welcome, Welcome back, back, Cotter. Of course. Why not? Is you that, know? I'm sorry. I just, I realized that you didn't play it. Remember and when then we I met, realized you're going to put it in there later. Remember when we met Ron Palillo at the New Jersey Renaissance Festival and hung out with him oh, yeah. for, for several oh, yeah. hours that day? I remember. Horseshack. It was very sad <laughs> it was. That, that he had fallen so low. And you know, 
Do you remember who else was at that Renaissance Festival? I do. I don't know if it was that year or or a subsequent year. It was like the guy who played the mortician, uh, the the guy who played the um, I he's he's the mortician, right? Isn't that what that guy's called? Uh, No, the coroner, the coroner, um, Munchkin in the Wizard of Oz. was also there for like a hot minute. Oh jeez, I don't remember that, but I'm gonna take your word for it. I think he was the last living one, I think. Oh, God. Uh, well, anyway, model space, buildxwing.com. With everything that you could want in your very own build uh, an X-Wing, right? Comes with moving parts, lights, and sounds. It is the only properly scaled X-Wing to date that will be appropriate for three and three quarters. Is that correct, Big Kev? Very good. Very good, sir. Um. So if you'd like to get on in on that, you can go over to our website over at bkgeeks.com and there's a link over there to visit them. Or did we determine if the phone number is still good? Yeah, I think the phone yeah. number is still the same. Or we can give them a call uh, if anybody has that phone number up in front of them. Let's see, where is it? 877-544-6779. There you go. So check out buildxwing.com. And uh, enjoy yours today. Let's do, 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 do. Whop. let's talk about a couple of other things that had uh, popped up on the prep sheet here. Um, mainly, well, we have we have at least one or two trailers we wanted to talk about, right? We talked about that. Um, six alien short films are coming to celebrate the film's fortieth anniversary from. Um, in the foreseeable future from 20th Century Fox. Are they still going to be called 20th Century Fox? I, I don't know. That's a good question. I, 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 was, I read that article today and I was like, that's interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if it, we get Disney tomorrow. Disney yeah. presents 20th Century Fox presents. Right. Marvel Films presents. presents. Right. Um, so to celebrate the 40th anniversary of Ridley Scott's groundbreaking sci-fi horror film, uh, 1979, of course, is when that came out. Uh, six visionary filmmakers have been selected to bring their alien-inspired stories to life. From terrifying escapes to face hungers and xenomorphs, these captivating shorts bring forth an exciting new narrative for fans while paying homage to the original film. Um, the six that they currently have lined up are um, Alien Alone, Alien Containment, Alien Harvest, Alien Night Shift, Alien Ore, and Alien Specimen. Uh, I don't know. I like the Alien Fran. Well, I like the first two. The first two are um, <laughs> I like the first two. Um, I haven't been a fan of anything strongly since the first two, though. And that's okay. That's, you know, like, I, I didn't like AVP. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of Prometheus. Um, I wasn't a fan of three and four there was a three and four right yeah three and four yeah. right um but the first I like, two I, I thought three was great everyone thinks i'm nuts but i thought three was really really good three was the hybrid or four was the hybrid four was the hybrid three okay. was the prison oh yeah oh okay three was okay i thought three, three was, okay. was i thought three was excellent yeah really i thought it was really really good four is where i thought they fell off the cliff You'd imagine one of the, two, at least two out of the six. You'd hope that they'd be pretty good. Uh, yeah, though. I would think so. Um, these are scheduled to start streaming, I guess, over on IGN. Is that correct? Uh, starting March 29th. So that is next week. Um, 
You can see trailer. Uh, I think a trailer for all of them exists online. It might be on YouTube. Yeah, I think they're over at IGN as well. So I don't know. I'm excited for that. I'll probably check them out. As long as they're, if they're real shorts, if they're like 10 minute sort of shorts or no more than 20 minutes, I'll probably check them out. I was hoping they would be like five, seven yeah, that that nice. like that's good. Yeah, like I anywhere, think they're I think they're longer than that. I would say anywhere anywhere between five and ten minutes. I think is the That'd appropriate time frame, um, because anything more than that is gonna feel like a TV series. I can't imagine putting too much money into this. Yeah, nobody time. wants a TV series. Let's be honest. Um, so, uh, OG, before we launch any further, you know how yeah. I love to share with you when uh, someone of substance and caliber. Uh, -huh. uh, I meet with and, and, uh, and, uh, sort of help out here in the islands Yes, or, or on this particular island. Well, I had the pleasure of meeting and spending some time with a gentleman who I really thought was great, uh, kind of a great guy. He and his wife, before I knew who he was, even okay. though he looked really familiar to me, I, I thought he was actually a different person Okay. Uh, until I found out that it was Richard Hurd. Why do Richard I... Hurd, H-E-R-D. Look the name up. Just look it up. Uh, okay. Richard Hurd. Richard Unless you've been living under a rock for the last 64 years, which oh, is how God. long he's been in the business. Yeah. yeah. Richard Hurd uh, and I uh, are now buddy-buddy. Oh, and, look at that. Uh, he is still working at the ripe old age of 86, which wow. has got to be a miracle. Um, and look, if you look at the filmography, sir. is he? Does he, he qualify as a character actor, Richard Hurd? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He And he and he identifies himself as such. Oh, okay, good. So um, he is, uh, and he's probably one of the most prolific character actors. One of the things that he's famous for is the fact that he looks exactly like Carl Malden, <laughs> who is a completely different actor. Um, but in any case, look at the look at just sort of our genre. Oh yeah, Star, no, I, I know. Star Trek, uh, Renegades. That was actually a fan. Uh, that was a fan thing. But he did. Um, uh, he did Star Trek. He did two Trek shows. I think he did Next Generation. Right. And he did Voyager. He did several episodes of Voyager as Admiral Paris. He did at least two episodes of uh, of Next Generation. Uh, how about the TV series from the 80s, V? Oh, yeah, I saw. He was John, who was like the head yep. of the aliens. Yep. Um, I mean, you you can just scroll through. Oh, he did ER, which makes him an actor of quality, in my opinion. He did, he did uh, Get Out. West. Yeah, he, he did Get Out last year. He did. Yep. Um, he was in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, gee, are you looking by date? I'm just kind of looking. The Fugitive. He was in The Fugitive. Look at 1994, if you're looking by date, TV okay. show that he did. Ooh, he was on, oh, yeah, he was on Seinfeld. Uh-huh. Uh, That's That wasn't the one. Hold on. I'm getting there. Oh, when you get it, sir, you're going to be like, what? what you ER? Mm -mm, keep uh, going. Robin's Hood, Sequest. Oh, he was on Briscoe County Jr.? He was on Briscoe County Jr. as President Grover Cleveland. Wow, I do not remember that. On a couple of episodes, yes. Murder, Quantum, She Wrote, Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap. Oh, I, I mean, the guy's been in the Tales from the Crypt. The guy has literally been in everything. In everything. Jake and the, the Fat Golden Man. Girls. <laughs> and, 
uh, Beauty and the Beast, the TV series, yeah, the yeah. one with Ron Perlman, which is great, by the way. If you've never seen it, you really should check that out. Uh, Knight Rider, Hill Street the Blues. TJ Hooker, he was a regular on TJ yep, Hooker. He I was like the that. captain. Yeah, wow. Beat the final battle. The Hard powers Castle? of Matthew Starr. Remember Hardcastle and McCormick? Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. The, he... the greatest American hero. Yeah, wow. That's, Can you imagine? That's crazy. And that's TV. I mean, and you get into his films. He's done all sorts of stuff in film as well. I mean, the guy is, he was in Hercules in New York. Yeah. Schwartz, I think that's Schwarzenegger's first film, isn't it? Something like that. Private Benjamin, MASH. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, yeah, he did everything, in other words. Yeah, as soon as Literally I saw his everything. face, I knew who he was. Starsky and Hutch. That's awesome. Good for you. So we had a great conversation about the industry, and he was telling me all sorts of stories, which is great. And I said, wow, I wish I had one of those V-dolls for you to sign. And he said the most amazing words to me ever. What V-doll? <laughs> and I said, you're kidding me. You don't know there was a V-doll. And he goes, no, I've never seen one. And I said, what? And I instantly called one up on my iPad for him to see. And he goes, I got to get one of those. And I'm like, right? I'm like, yeah. I'll keep my eye out for you. But, you know, if I send you one, the first one's coming for you to sign for me. <laughs> and you can have the next one. There you go. So, Deal. Anyway, that was uh, – I wanted to share that with you. Uh, it was really great meeting him and his wife, Patty. And, uh, yeah, so that was awesome. Nice. Yeah. Um, let's just talk about like, uh, like one or two more things and then we'll, we'll call it a, we'll call it a week. Um, I wanted to talk about this next thing cause it kind of plays into something that, um, Nick has talked about. Um, and this is, this is actually a very popular point of conversation in our discord server right now. Uh, oh. Avengers end game, uh, the directors of the film, mm-hmm. the, uh, the brothers have said yes. that, uh, they are valuing surprise good over marketing and so um they're purposely that's why the trailers are bland right bland only from the first 20 minutes of the film apparently um i i think this is great i hope that it ushers in a new era of trailers me too i I would won't but me too so i know we're i know you're not a big horror fan Big Kev, but you are a Stephen King fan, and I know you are a horror fan. Yes, Nick, have you guys seen the trailer to the new Pet Cemetery? I think I saw a yes. teaser for it, or I saw the posters. The trailer for the new Pet Cemetery, okay, is the entire movie. Oh come on, distilled down to about three minutes. Like every major so it's the Cliff Note version of the movie. Every major plot point is in the trailer. It leaves. It will leave zero to. Surprise you. Unless they're doing something to spin it, it's the same story that's already been done, right? I, I get as far as we know, yeah. I mean it's the trailer's gonna be a surprise then anyway. The the trailer I know, but still like let's say you only have heard about Pet Cemetery, but never seen the original. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Oh, I'm gonna check out that new one. If you watch the trailer, it's literally the entire film. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I want you to watch it at some point. Not right now, but watch it at some point. Okay. I want your input on it. But yeah, I was like, holy shit, this is the whole movie. <laughs> I mean, that's that's ridiculous and sad because, like, personally, I try to avoid. I've been avoiding trailers. Sure. The last one I actually like wanted. I went out of my way to see was Us. Okay. Uh, which I'm very excited to see. I think that drops this weekend or next weekend. Did it, I, I thought it opened already. already. Oh, it already, already opened. Yeah, sure. oh, I thought it was already. this weekend. Yeah. Um, 
And in terms of, like that was the only trailer uh, with this new Avengers trailer. Yeah, I deliberately skipped it. Everyone, right. All I know is that Hawkeye got a haircut. That's yeah. all and I know. And you from missed nothing. You should go watch it. You know what? Why? No, let it be. I'm, I'm, you're I'm not like, missing anything. Like, but that's the thing. But they, it's a month away. It, it's, it's wetting your appetite. I, they, I, they already I have my money. They already I got money. you. I'm just saying for the same reasons that OG said, you know, like this whole new era of surprise and everything else. All it did was make me want to see the film more and it gave nothing away. Yeah, like but, zero. Yeah, I mean, it, there's there's no major surprises in that trailer, really. That being said, there are still things that can be unique for you to experience on the screen for the first time if you want to. And so if you're really trying to go dark on it, which is fine, then yeah. go dark on it. You got a month. You got did like, you see the did you see the Deadpool version of the trailer? I did not. See I did not. The, no, I will <laughs> seek that out, though. Yes, you should. All right. Um, oh, you really should. But I, yeah, I was excited to hear this because we talk about this often, how trailers spoil too much or they give too much away. Um, you know, I, when I went and saw Captain Marvel, it was like 35 minutes of trailers and it just becomes tedious. Like, yeah. I, 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 mean, I love it. No, I love every minute of it. No, they, no all they do is get me going and anticipation rising about those projects. That's all. You see, for me, it's a matter of, I try, you know, I try to just like turn off my brain and enjoy it no matter what. Even though you, know, sure. you can't help but be a little critical. But for the whatever it is, two hours, two and a half hours you're in the theater, you don't have to worry about your problems. You don't have to worry about work. You don't have to worry about your finances. You just go in and enjoy it. Yeah. So yes, sir. I, I want called escapism. Exactly. I, and I just want to enjoy it. So that's why I go out of my way to, to skip whatever I can trailer-wise. All right. I mean, look, it's, it's, it's a fair... It's a fair point to make in an era where certain trailers give away the entire film in three and a half minutes. So that's, yep, that's true. I, I, I get hey, why uh, you would do it. Hey, OG. Yes. The um, um, the after credit uh, bit for uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Freak you out a little bit. No, it was hilarious. All I could think about was all I could think about was the Family Guy episode. With the cat. No, 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 no. The other one. No, why would the other oh, with one freak the pa- with the pager? Yeah, with the yeah. Why would that freak me out a little bit? Be- well, because like, <laughs> because like they turn and she's there. Oh no, that didn't freak me that, out. A little bit. I just was like, Ugh. oh, just a hot second. I was just <laughs> like, oh, no, but I didn't know that was a thing she could do. That was a thing she could do. She just, she just poofed. Well, yeah, I mean, oh. she just flew down. Uh, no, but the uh, the other after credit singer with Goose. The Flurkin. Uh, all it made me think of is that was the Family Guy episode with Peter and the cat and the cat that has the hairball. Oh, God. Yes, yes. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> That's all I can think about while watching that. Um, I think that I think the, the biggest question for me coming out of Captain Marvel, just mm-hmm. to jump back very quickly, is how did Dijman uh, Hansu, whatever that actor's name is, uh-huh. wh- where does he get the cybernetic headpiece that he has eventually in Guardians? I assume that there would have been some sort of tease in it in this one. Like if he had gotten some wicked head wound. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for. it. I was almost like anticipating some sort of head wound or something. <laughs> yeah, Unless, you know, unless uh, unless. Ronan had to slap it on him for control. Yeah, who knows? Something like that. Who knows? All right, let's let's move forward because we only really have a few minutes left. Um, the only big trailer that dropped this week, um, at least that I remember, earlier today, was was Toy Story. Right? Was this the big one? Pretty sure. Right. Toy Story four dropped its first full trailer <laughs> today. 
Um, it looks good. I I like that they're. I like that they've been aging up the movies a little bit. Yeah. Like there was there was a scene there was a sequence in Toy Story three. I wouldn't call it scary, but it was creepy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this feels like it's playing on another creepy angle. I mean, even Toy Story one had a creepy scene with Sid the neighbor and the spider baby toy. Yeah. But but I feel like some of the stuff in the third one was a little creepy, and this one is just. This one is sort of nightmare fuel. This is watching this trailer made me have flashbacks to Toy Fair, if I'm being quite honest. <laughs> walking around the doll roll rows. You know, someone's gonna like re-edit the movie, the yeah. trailer now as a horror movie, as a horror film. But I don't know. I'm looking forward to Toy Story. I like that franchise. It's a great franchise. Um, I do think that out of all of the Pixar titles, it is the one that could be evergreen if they wanted it to be, because toys never age, toys never die. Toys always find a life. They always find a new home, wherever that home may be. Oh, my um, God. Toy Story X. Toy Story X. <laughs> toys in space. Uh, back to the horror reference. Uh-huh. That would be, why has no one done that parody yet? Yeah. Buzz takes Manhattan. Um, so, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I I like the trailer for Toy Story 4. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm fully on board for Escape Toy Story 4. Escape from the 4. toy chest. Escape from the toy chest. I'm fully on board for Toy Story 4. I'm sure many, many other people will as well, since uh, it's probably going to make a billion and a half dollars. Yeah. Um, Filming begins on legendary pictures, star studded Dune adaptation. Yeah. So this is called Dune dot dot dot. Who isn't involved? Because it seems like the talent pool, not just in casting, but musical music direction. I mean, it seems like it's some sort of all-star cast. I know PK. Um, beside himself, it, I'm sure. Is beside himself. I, I just imagine him screaming into he's the void. He's a huge Dune fan. Books, films. He's he's the biggest Dune oh, fan I know. Oh, oh, not only that, but he also loves Dennis, uh, Dennis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Villeneuve, um, who and did just, the Blade Runner sequel. Right. Uh, you know, amongst other things. So, yeah, I mean, he's just got to be beside himself. And this casting is phenomenal as well. Oh, yeah, it's it's stupid good. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know anybody who's not excited about this, but it's, uh, let's see, um, Oscar Isaac. It better be four hours long. Oscar Isaac, uh, Javier Bardem, uh, Zendaya, uh, Stiller, Stellan Skarsgård, um, let's see, Rebecca Ferguson, uh, Charlotte Rampling. I mean, it's just it's a ton of people. Uh, Duncan, yeah, it's just so many people. Josh Brolin, Brolin, yeah, Josh Brolin, yeah. and um, Batista, Batista, and somebody else who are we missing? Oh, uh, Momoa, Momoa, yeah, I mean, it's I don't know, and it's David. That's Malachalikalin. We're a year and a half away, so they're going to go into filming, or they're started filming, and it's going to be hot and heavy because a year and a half for a movie like this with such a heavy um, story and heavy heavy CGI makeup, I would think, or uh, special effects makeup, I would think that this, you know, I think it's going to be hot and heavy. I don't think I, I don't mean special effects makeup. I mean special, special effects. effects. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm super excited. It's it's a good it's a good time to be uh it's a good time to be us in the world of film and television that's for sure. We've said it before and 
we'll continue to say it because hopefully it continues to be true. Because we can. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, with that, I do hear that wrap-up music just starting to kick up and ramp up a bit there. So You do? Um, it just sort of jumped in there. Well, that's that's how it do, sir. That's how it do. Oh, uh, oh I see. Um, but with, with all of that... Uh, don't forget, you can find us online, of course, over at bkgeekstuff.com. New episodes go up every Thursday, unless, of course, you're one of our patrons. Yeah. You can get early access to all of our episodes. Go to patreon.com backslash bkgeekstuff. Subscribe to the $3 tier to get all of um, all the shows early. $5 tier gets you the bonus Ooh. content. $1 tier gets you into the Discord server. There's something for everybody over there at uh, patreon.com backslash bkgeekstuff. Over on the uh, social medias, mm -hmm. I am GeekStuffOG across all the platforms, including PlayStation Network, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. I don't do the snappy chat. That's for the kids. But uh, but just about everywhere else, I am GeekStuffOG. So you can find me and Big Kev. And Second Generation Geek. Don't forget uh, yes, Second Generation, second generation Geek, geek. Uh, I have a bunch of products. We're going to be making some more videos probably in the coming week. So expect uh, expect a bunch more products coming from Second Generation Geek. A bunch more videos nice. coming soon. And I'm still trying I to figure out a way to get them onto it. I am Big Kev GS on the Xbox network. And I am BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. Nice. And I am Monty's Mayhem on Twitter and on PS4. I am Monty underscore Mayhem there. Uh, another one on PS4. Well, yeah, they have the Spider-Man game. That's that's how they oh. got me. Then buy both. PS4, or as I like to call it, the better console. And with that, Big Kev. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. You're just going to drop that and then I'm supposed to end the show. That's it. With that, OG, I will bring this episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff to a close. Episode 532, the one we called, called it, uh, to an end, the way we end some episodes by saying, Troll the Respawn, Jeremy. And on that note, we cue the music. Oh, I got a live one here. <laughs> Keep busting.